Papers Read on AI, with Rob, keeping you up to date with the latest research. This reading is brought to you by Mars Race, Stake a Claim on the Red Planet, available on Android and iOS. Cramming, training a language model on a single GPU in one day. Authored 2022 by Jonas Geiping, T. Goldstein. Abstract. Recent trends in language modeling have focused on increasing performance through scaling and have resulted in an environment where training language models is out of reach for most researchers and practitioners. While most in the community are asking how to push the limits of extreme computation, we ask the opposite question. How far can we get with a single GPU in just one day? We investigate the downstream performance achievable with a transformer-based language model trained completely from scratch with mask language modeling for a single day on a single consumer GPU. Aside from re-analyzing nearly all components of the pre-training pipeline for this scenario and providing a modified pipeline with performance close to BERT, we investigate why scaling down is hard and which modifications actually improve performance in this scenario. We provide evidence that even in this constrained setting, performance closely follows scaling laws observed in large compute settings. Through the lens of scaling laws, we categorize a range of recent improvements to training and architecture and discuss their merit and practical applicability, or lack thereof, for the limited compute setting. One scaling up and scaling down large-scale training of machine learning models with transformer architectures has lead to groundbreaking improvements in many subfields of natural language processing including language understanding and natural language generation. Viswani et al. 2017. Dosevitsky et al. 2021. Radford et al. 2019. The nowadays accepted, but historically surprising, key behavior of these systems is that they reliably scale they continuously improve in performance when the number of model parameters and amount of data grow. These increases in performance are well described by various power laws as studied by Kaplan et al. 2020. This sets up a dominant paradigm in which scaling is the key to performance improvement. Sutton, 2019. The power of scale has set off a race to produce extremely large models, which in turn has created an environment where few researchers or practitioners feel that they are capable of training a language model. The original BERT model Devlin et al. 2019 which became a cornerstone transformer for many practical applications in natural language understanding, already required a significant amount of computation to train. Yet, the reproduction and improvements in Lu et al. 2019 further increased its performance by cranking up the level of computation by orders of magnitude. As these pre-trained checkpoints became popular for a range of downstream applications, Wolf et al. 2020, the competition for the largest language model became a focal point for industrial labs. This led to training runs that improved the performance of pre-trained language models at the expense of computation at the Zetaflop scale. Raffle et al. 2020. Yang et al. 2020. Zaire et al. 2021. And later at the extremely large Yataflop scale. Brown et al. 2020. Black et al. 2022. Chowdhury et al. 2022. Ray et al. 2022. Our goal is turn this trend on its head and investigate how to best scale down language model training and what trade-offs emerge when doing so. What downstream performance can be achieved by a modest researcher when training from scratch with a single GPU for a single day? The ability to train a language model to the performance level of BERT with such modest resources has several interesting implications. For one, if scaled-down model pre-training is a viable analog one of large compute pre-training, then this opens up a host of further academic investigations that are currently hard to realize for large-scale models. For example, research questions about the differences between existing and new pre-training tasks, tracing model predictions to data points, Ilias et al. 
2022, security questions such as membership inference, Carlini et al. 2022, and data poisoning, Guiping et al. 2021, and a wide range of empirical investigations into topics such as stability or generalization that arise during training, Nagarajan and Coulter, 2019, Zhang et al. 2019. At the same time, we can imagine situations in which legal requirements make it unclear whether models trained on public data with uncertain origin are permissible, and where a practitioner is interested in retraining their language models using a specialized or trustworthy data source, Wilke et al. 2017. Gold and Latinero, 2017. In addition, we are motivated to benchmark the overall conceptual progress of research in this area over the last years, beyond simply turning the scaling knob. The goal of achieving BERT-like performance with modest training resources would have seemed unthinkable in 2018, and yet with modern advances and transformer training techniques this may now be possible. To answer these questions, we consider a challenge we call cramming, learning a whole language model the day before the test. Our studies begin by investigating many facets of the training pipeline to see which modifications actually improve performance in the scaled-down scenario. We provide evidence that even in this constrained setting, performance closely follows scaling laws observed in large compute settings. An unsurprising consequence of these laws is that scaling down is hard. While smaller model architectures enable speeding up gradient computations, overall rates of model improvement over time remain nearly constant. Nonetheless, we can find changes to the training recipe that exploit scaling laws to yield improvements by improving the effective rate of gradient computations without compromising model size. In the end, we are able to train models that achieve respectable performance often close to and sometimes exceeding BERT on glue tasks on a shoestring budget. 2. Tying our hands behind our back. A setup with limited compute before we start this investigation, we want to outline the extent of limitations we are interested in. The rules for cramming are as follows. A transformer-based language model of arbitrary size is trained with masked language modeling, completely from scratch. Existing pre-trained models cannot be included in any part of the pipeline. Any raw text, excluding downstream data, can be included for training. This means that one can achieve speedups by making judicious choices about how and when to sample data, provided the sampling mechanism does not require a pre-trained model. Filled circle. The downloading and pre-processing of raw data is exempted from the total compute budget. Pre-processing may include CPU-based tokenizer construction, tokenization, and filtering, but cannot include representation learning, e.g. pre-training a word embedding is not allowed, unless it is counted towards the final runtime. Training proceeds on a single GPU for 24 hours. Downstream performance is evaluated on glue, Wang et al., 2018. Downstream fine-tuning on glue is limited to brief training with only the training data of the downstream task, we consider 5 epics or less, and needs to work with hyperparameters set globally for all glue tasks. Downstream fine-tuning is excluded from the total compute budget. In our implementation, we analyze both a setup with a classical RTX 2080 TGPU, released September 2018, and separate setups with a more modern RTX A4000 or RTX A6000 GPU, released October 2020. We pair each unit with four CPU cores and 32GB of RAM. Why these limitations? We are principally interested in Ray investigating the original BERT setup of Devlin et al. 2019, with limited compute. The optimal architecture of the transformer is not fixed, too as the optimal size and shape depends on scaling laws, Kaplan et al. 2020. The limitations on usage of existing models rule out distillation from an existing model, Turk et al. 2019. Zhao et al. 2020. Sun et al. 2020. Wang et al. 2020b. Kaliamorthy et al. 2021. 
and data filtering based on existing large models, Golchin et al. 2022, both of which ultimately answer questions about compression and transfer of already processed information. Further, we do not want to limit data to the original dataset used to train BERT, wanting to allow for possible improvements through better data curation and quality. The RTX 2080 TGPU is a natural candidate for this experiment, given that it was released before Devlin et al. 2019. But the more recent RTX A4000 is also interesting, as a more recent consumer-grade workstation variant. Finally, we also test the RTX A6000, being arguably the upper limit of a single-user workstation. At the fine-tuning stage, we want to mimic the original BERT fine-tuning and evaluation setup, but provide additional limits to prevent gains based on tuning of only the downstream procedure, for example via computationally extensive downstream training, Bari et al. 2021a, use of multiple downstream datasets, for example continued pre-training with MNLI before fine-tuning other tasks, Isaac et al. 2021, and extended hyperparameter optimization for each glue task, Devlin et al. 2019, Lu et al. 2019, Lan et al. 2019. Three related work on efficient transformers. How long does it take to train BERT? In general, this question is hard to answer, due to wildly varying hardware and software setups and differing measures of efficiency. Dagani et al. 2021. An upper bound on the compute of a training run can be established by finding the total number of low precision floating point operations available over the wall clock budget of the run. This peak of total flops in a given time interval is generally not reached in actual compute even for highly optimized models, Chowdhury et al. 2022, but represents the paid budget required to realize a training run. We summarize budgets for a few select training runs in Table 1. After the original training run for BERT on TPUs, initial reactions estimated up to 11 days of compute for comparable results on GPUs, Detmers, 2018. However, sustained improvements, especially in software, have reduced the upper limit significantly, U et al. 2019. Narasimhan, 2019. Yet, recipes and implementations generally require entire server nodes for GPUs or TPU slices and target larger BERT architectures. Other work discussing improvements to BERT targets compute settings closer to the original BERT, for example Squeeze BERT, Iandola et al. 2020, employs eight Titan RTX cards for four days. Selim et al. 2022. Note that the original BERT training run is an outlier and doubling its training time more reliably reproduces the original results. Our central point of comparison for BERT training with limited resources is the work of Isaac et al. 2021, who also attempt the goal of training BERT within 24 hours with overall similar limitations, but use a full server node with 8 V100 GPUs. Isaac et al. 2021, choose a BERTLARGE architecture variant and train with sequence length of 128, including a range of tweaks such as modified learning three-rate schedules, large batch sizes, sparse prediction and packed sequences. We re-evaluate this setup as a baseline setting for our own compute budget, which is about 15x smaller. Studies of efficient transformers recent years have seen a flurry of research working to improve and modify the transformer architecture proposed in Viswani et al. 2017, and we refer to Treviso et al. 2022, for a recent categorization and review of research in this area. Several meta-studies have investigated proposed improvements and modifications. Naring et al. 2021. Evaluate a large range of architectural modifications applied to the T5 model pipeline of Raffle et al. 2020. On tasks in both language understanding and translation. The encoder-decoder structure of T5 is closer in spirit to the original transformer setup, 
but is understood to behave similarly to BERT when using the encoder component, LU et al. 2021a. Evaluating modifications with 1.75 days of compute on TPU slices they find that most improvements do not reliably materialize gains in final accuracy. Tay et al. 2021. Work in the same setting and evaluate the optimal shape of T5-derived architectures and its relative effects on downstream performance as models are scaled. Further exploration of the scaling behavior of various architectural improvements in Tay et al. 2022a. Find that only few modifications outperform the original architecture of Viswani et al. 2017, at all scales, especially when evaluating downstream accuracy. The meta-study investigating improvements in preparation for extreme-scale training in SCOW et al. 2022, focuses on minor modifications to layout, positional embeddings and data sources for autoregressive models, and other extremely large-scale training runs have so far been similarly conservative in their settings, Brown et al. 2020, Black et al. 2022, Ray et al. 2022. In general though, these evaluations target larger compute settings than we intend to use, and are concerned with whether improvements, often from academic sources and proposed with evaluations on small scales, translate to larger scales. In this work, we set aside the question of, up, scaling and focus only on the limited compute. Scaling laws The difficulty in finding tangible improvements is echoed in the scaling laws of Kaplan et al. 2020. Over a wide range of transformer model shapes, Kaplan et al. 2020, find only model size, as number of parameters in non-embedding layers, strongly predicts performance. Further, for a fixed compute budget, an optimal model size can be derived, but performance is only mildly connected to model size larger models processes less data per unit of compute, but improve faster by almost the same margin. While the precise coefficients and shape of these scaling laws continue to be iterated on, Hoffman et al. 2022, and adapted for related settings, Bansell et al. 2022, Clark et al. 2022, Bari et al. 2021b, their overall logic appears hard to escape, even if power laws fit observations somewhat less well on small scales. 4. Investigations. For our experimental evaluation we implement and test a considerable number of proposed modifications to the setup of Devlin et al. 2019, for their merits in our limited compute setting as described in section 2 we first clarify the common implementation and initial data setup, and then investigate architectural, training and dataset improvements. 4.1 Implementation Details We implement everything in PyTorch, Poshki et al. 2017, and to limit our gains from the software lottery, Hooker, 2021, we do not use specialized implementations, which would further bias results towards well-established components. We keep everything on the implementation level of the PyTorch framework, allowing only automated operator fusion, Seraphine et al. 2022, that can be applied to all components. Only after choosing a final architecture variant, we then re-enable the efficient attention kernel described in Dow et al. 2022. We run all experiments and ablation studies with the same setup of automated mixed precision, Misikovicius et al. 2018, for standard 16 and 32-bit floating point precision, over full 32-bit float, scaled 16-bit, Rasli et al. 2020, and pure B-float 16, Wang and Kanwar, 2019. We find no benefit from our floating, Ren et al., 2021, Rasli et al., 2020, in our setting. Initial data setup We start our investigation with a close analog to the original raw text sources of Devlin et al., 2019, using a recent dump of the English Wikipedia, 20,220,301, N, and N4 Glish Book Corpus, noting the commentary of Tan, 2019, Bandy and Vincent, 2021. We force all text into lowercase, 
strip accents and non-ASCII characters and create an English tokenizer from scratch based only on this data. We choose WordPiece with a vocabulary size of 2 to the power of 15 equals 32,768, Wu et al., 2016. We found no significant change in performance with BPE, Senrich et al., 2016, or sentence piece with unigrams, Kudo, 2018, Kudo and Richardson, 2019. Smaller vocabulary sizes, 2 to the power of 1 2, 2 to the power of 1 3, 2 to the power of 1 4, resulted in worse performance, while larger vocabulary sizes, 2 to the power of 1 6, we not reliably better. We pack tokenized data into randomized sequences of length 128 and separate unrelated fragments by less than sept greater than the performance impact from dropping this separator was minimal. No impact was observed from including a less than CLS greater than token in pre-training. The shorter sequence length is sufficient for the downstream applications that we are targeting and simplifies attention computations. Packing data into full sequences limits us to simpler sequence losses, but uses the available compute optimally Lu et al. 2019. Isaac et al. 2021. For the targeted compute settings, this sequence length results in micro batch sizes of 64 to 96 for most variations of the base BERT architecture on the GTX 2080T, which we will accumulate into larger batch sizes. With our limited compute budget, this produces enough samples to run single epic training. Komatsuzaki, 2019. Hernandez et al. 2022, where no data point is revisited. 4.2 Modifying the architecture The most obvious way to efficiently scale down training is by modifying the model architecture. Intuitively, it seems likely that smaller, lower capacity models will be optimal in the cramming regime. In this section, we study the relationship between model type and training efficiency. We see that scaling laws create a strong barrier to scaling down. Per token efficiency of training depends strongly on model size, but not transformer type. Furthermore, smaller models learn less efficiently, and this largely mitigates any throughput gains. Fortunately, the fact that training efficiency is nearly constant across models of the same size means that we can boost performance by finding architecture modifications that speed up gradient computation while keeping the parameter count nearly constant. This makes architecture selection fairly straightforward as we can make design choices based primarily on how they affect computation time for a single gradient step. Scaling laws hold in the low-resource regime a large corpus of research in recent years has developed architectural improvements to speed up the original transformer. Many of these methods have not been found to improve training for the large-scale T5 architecture Naring et al. 2021, Tay et al. 2022a. But, in the low-compute setting where data throughput is of utmost importance, maybe this is the way forward. Scaling laws have been observed by Kaplan et al. 2020, in the high-resource regime and seem to hold strongly in the limit as resources grow. Surprisingly, these laws also hold in the limit of extreme compute downscaling, and they create a barrier to low-cost training. We exemplify the effect of scaling laws for many transformer variants from the literature in Figure 1, where we train each architecture variant with optimized training hyperparameters as described below in Section 4.3. We apply these architecture variants to a shared baseline model that incorporates five pre-normalization and rotary embedding. Figure 1 visualizes the progress of MLM loss versus the number of tokens ingested in total in all architectures run with the same time budget. We observe that varying the transformer type and size has only minimal impact on the final loss after 24 hours. Models with more parameters learn more efficiently, as their MLM loss decreases faster on a per-gradient basis. However, smaller architectures make up for their slower learning efficiency by higher throughput, and thus process more tokens over the limited budget. Figure 1 shows that different architectures are unpredictable throughout an initial stage of training, 
the first one be ends, after which the per token efficiencies differ by only a multiplicative constant, a horizontal shift due to the log axis. This constant depends almost entirely on the model size, not model type, so that all choices reach MLM loss around 1.9 at the end of training. Exploiting the scaling law, the scaling laws seem to bar us from making large gains via major changes to the transformer size and type, as per token performance is tightly coupled to model size. As a result, we find no improvements when using a funnel transformer architecture, die et al. 2020, nor it et al. 2022, when dropping FFN layers, Sridhar et al. 2022, or when using recurrent layers, LAN et al. 2019, even when trained with BPTT as in Schwarzschild, 2021. Rescaling architectures to be deep narrow, Tay et al. 2021, Wise et al. 2021, provides no gains. While this principle closes one door for scaling down efficiently, it opens another, because per gradient efficiency remains nearly constant for all models of the same size, we can exploit scaling laws by quickly searching for architectural choices that speed up computation while keeping model size roughly constant. A number of obvious optimizations fall into this category, and we describe them below, in addition to several other tweaks that provide marginal but worthwhile, free gains. Attention block. We disable all QKV biases, Dama et al. 2021. This exploits the scaling law by removing a layer of computation, making the forward and backward pass somewhat faster, while keeping the model size nearly constant. We find that we could decrease gradient costs by reducing the number of attention heads, Meriti, 2019. Arabi and Mons, 2020. Lu et al. 2021b. Javaharipi et al. 2022. As this parallelizes better on the GPU and provides a slight performance boost. Yet, reducing the amount of heads also decreases fine-tuning performance, so we ultimately keep all 12 heads. We find no benefits from replacements to the softmax operation, Richter and Wattenhofer, 2020. We further keep the original multi-head self-attention mechanism. A large amount of work has been focused on efficient attention. Sukhbader et al. 2019. Belta G et al. 2020. Wang et al. 2020A. Lu et al. 2021C. And studies of efficient attention. Tay et al. 2020A. B. But, because we set the maximal sequence length to 128, attention complexity is less of a concern in our setting. To verify this, we implement the recently proposed flash mechanism, WA et al. 2022 but find no benefits. We further experiment with Fourier attention is proposed in Lee Thorpe et al. 2021, but find no improvements. We find rotary embeddings, Sue et al. 2021, Black et al. 2022, to provide small benefits, but these are evened out by the drop in speed, so we ultimately decide against these. Feed forward block. We find empirical gains from disabling all linear layer biases, Dama et al. 2021. Just as for the attention layers, this leverages the scaling law by accelerating gradient computation without noticeable impacts on model size. As a result, we get higher throughput without compromising the rate at which the model improves. We keep the original feedforward block largely unchanged, finding no benefits from changing to another activation than JLU. We do see small improvements from reordering the block into a gated linear unit, Dauphin et al., 2017. In contrast to other work, e.g., Black et al., 2022, we do not increase the number of parameters in the FFN block to compensate for the halving of the hidden dimensionality due to gating. Embedding. We implement scaled sinusoidal positional embeddings as described in WA et al. 2022, finding incremental benefits over learned or unscaled sinusoidal embeddings. We see no improvements from decoupling the input and output embeddings, Chung et al. 
2020. The suggestion from Lan et al. 2019 to factorize the input embedding provides no gains in our setting. We include a layer normalization at the end of the embedding block. Layer structure. As observed in many studies, we find that pre-normalization with layer norms is beneficial over post-layer norms. Bayevsky and Auli, 2018. Shang et al. 2020. We see no additional benefit from other variants of this modification, such as Lu et al. 2020b, Schleifer et al. 62021. Further, replacing layer normalization with RMS normalization provides no gains. Zhang and Senrich, 2019. We note that the key effect of pre-normalization is to stabilize training and enable larger learning rates and reduced warm-up, and we see limited benefits from including it by itself. We see no benefits from stochastic dropping of entire layers as described in Zhang and He, 2020. Head block. We find that we can remove the nonlinear head without ill effect. We can further drop the decoder bias, Radford et al., 2019, and gain in memory using sparse token prediction, Liu et al., 2019, Isaac et al., 2021. We add a final layer norm to stabilize training further. 4.3 Modifying the training setup We study the impact of training hyperparameters on the BERT base architecture. The original BERT training recipe understandably results as poor model performance in the cramming setting, and so we revisit a number of standard choices. Objective. We train with only masked language modeling on fully packed blocks of tokens with a masking rate of 15% in the original setup of Devlin et al. 2019, where 10% of all masks are filled with random words and 10% unchanged. We see no improvement from masking at larger rates, e.g. at 40% is proposed in Wettig et al. 2022, see Appendix. We see no difference enabling or disabling the mentioned 20% rule. We evaluate other functions for the masked language objective, such as mean squared error, Way and Belkin, 2021, or L1 loss, but find no benefits. Choice of optimizer. We keep Adam, Kingma and Ba, 2015, as the optimizer of choice, with weight decay of 0.01 as described in Lashchilov and Hutter, 2017, B equals 0.9, 00.98 and equals 10.2. To stabilize training at no extra cost, we include gradient clipping at a clip value of 0.5. We find no noticeable change in varying these parameters in reasonable amounts, e.g. equals 10 minus 6, B1 0.9, 0 equals 0.999. We test other first-order adaptive optimizers, Shazir and Stern, 2018, Lu et al., 2020a, but find no advantages in our setting. We further find no advantages using higher-order optimizers, Yadiv, 2020, Anil et al., 2021, but note that especially for higher-order optimizers there is a greater amount of variability in implementation, equals learning rate schedule and peak, following the advice of Isaac et al., 2021, we rescale the learning rate schedule so that it is tied to our budget and the learning rate decays as the budget reduces to zero. Interestingly, we observe in figure 2 that while globally a large number of learning rate shapes lead to similar reductions in loss, we find that we can make some gains through the choice of schedule. We find that a simple one-cycle learning rate, Smith and Toppin, 2018, with a peak learning rate of 10 cubed leads to minimal pre-training loss within our budget. Batch size schedule. A particularity of our setting is that, Due to being limited to a single GPU, the micro-batch size that finds its way onto this GPU, 96 for most experiments, is several times smaller than the optimal batch size. We find that the optimal batch size in this setting is around 71,536 for minimal pre-training loss, but 4032 for maximal downstream performance for the 2080T, i.e. we accumulate gradients and only perform an update every 16 and 42 forward, 
backward passes, respectively. For the larger A4000 and A6000 cards, this corresponds to a micro batch size of 128-256 and final batch size of 4096, which we again accumulate. Fortunately, we can find small speedups by using an aggressive batch size schedule. We increase the number of averaged micro batches linearly over the course of training. This results in more progress earlier in training and leads to a small benefit to performance. We also experiment with automatic and adaptive batching rules, De et al. 2017. Balapurgada et al. 2018a. b. But find that the best results from these adaptive schedules resemble the fixed linear schedule. For simplicity we just stick to the simpler linear schedule. Dropping dropout the original BERT model of Devlin et al. 2019. Includes dropout as in Baswani et al. 2017. Which prevents overfitting when training data is small relative to total compute budget. While it can be helpful as a regularizer, dropout effectively reduces the number of gradient updates seen by each parameter, as updates do not occur when the associated feature is dropped. At the same time, update runtime is not strongly affected by the presence of dropout, and so dropout results in a net reduction in updates per second. In the cramming setting, training data is large compared to compute. Overfitting not possible due to the single epic schedule, and we disable dropout during pre-training, Brown et al. 2020, to maximize the number of parameter updates. We re-enable dropout during downstream fine-tuning with a dropout value of 0.1. Further, we experiment with length curricula, Lee et al. 2022, see appendix, and token dropping, Hu et al. 2022, but find no gains in our setting. 4.4 Optimizing the dataset we found above that scaling laws create a barrier to making major gains, beyond computational efficiencies, with architectural modifications. However, scaling laws do not preclude us from training on better data. Once we have exhausted our ability to train on more tokens per second, we should seek to train on better tokens. We consider two data-based pathways to better downscaling. First, we can filter, process, or sort the existing data in various ways. Second, we can swap our data source. To this end, we experiment with several subsets of the pile, Gao et al. 2020, containing raw text from only Gutenberg, Books 3 and Wikipedia, n. From these pile datasets we tokenize the first 4 times 106 entries to generate enough tokens for our single pass. Another popular source of data is C4, the colossal, cleaned version of 8 common crawl, raffle et al. 2020, from which we stream the first 20 times 106 entries. For each data source we regenerate its own word piece tokenizer as described in section 4.1. Of these four sources, we find the pile to perform best in terms of downstream MNLI performance. However, it turns out we can further improve especially the C4 dataset through additional processing. We first evaluate deduplication as described in Lee et al. 2022, via exact substring deduplication, but find this not to help in downstream performance in our case. We then test filtering for uncompressible data. We use the tokenizer itself to remove all training sequences from C4 set that cannot be compressed well. We simply set a threshold T, e.g. T equals 0.3, and drop all entries from the dataset where the number of tokens in the entry is larger than t times the number of raw characters. This removes, for example, sequences consisting of hard-to-compress HTML or markdown code. Surprisingly, this results in a measurable improvement on C4, summarized in Table 2. We then see some further improvements from two directions. First, sorting all tokenized sequences by some metric, and second, increasing the final batch size. For filtering we sort all tokenized sequences by their average, unigram, token prevalence, so that likely sequences occur first. This has some positive effect, 
and can be strengthened slightly by drawing from a larger corpus, as the unlikely sequences never get reached. Finally, increasing the batch size to 4032-4096 at the end of training, as mentioned in section 4.3, is disproportionately effective on C4, but less so on Book Corpus Wikipedia. We believe that both modifications ultimately reduce the likelihood of training being hindered by fluctuations in the data distribution. 5. Fine-tuning performance on glue Finally, we systematically evaluate performance on the glue benchmark of Wang et al. 2018. Minus WNLI as in Devlin et al. 2019. We note that we only use MNLI, M, during the previous sections and do not tune hyperparameters based on the full glue scores. We fine-tune both the pre-trained BERT-based checkpoint and our models under the same constraints laid out in Section 2. For BERT-base, we fine-tune all datasets for 5 epochs with a batch size of 32 and learning rate of 2 times 10 to 5. For the crammed models, we find that this is not optimal and minor improvements can be gained from a batch size of 16 and learning rate of 4 times 10 to 5 with cosine decay. This setup does not improve the pre-trained BERT checkpoint. Table 3 and Table 4 describe the performance of this setup on the glue downstream tasks, as median over 5 downstream trials. There we compare the original BERT-based checkpoint. A reproduction of the BERT pre-training settings stopped after our budget is reached. The setup described in, Isaac et al. 2021, and the modified recipe, trained for a single day for each GPU setup. Overall, performance is surprisingly decent, especially for the larger datasets of MNLI, QQP, QNLI and SST2, where downstream fine-tuning can smooth out the remaining differences between the full BERT model and the crammed variants. Further, we find substantial gains over both a naive BERT-9 training with limited budget, and over the recipe described in, Isaac et al., 2021. For, Isaac et al., 2021, the described recipe was originally designed for a full 8-GPU server blade, and squeezing the BERT large model therein onto the smaller GPUs in this experiment is responsible for most of the performance degradation of this recipe in our scenario. Overall, the crammed model mostly works, even for smaller datasets. The average is brought down however by a significant drop on COLA, Corpus of Linguistic Acceptability, Warstat et al., 2019. This behavior is intriguing and we offer two hypotheses. First, it is conceivable that the chosen global hyperparameters for fine-tuning are a bad fit for COLA in particular. COLA performance can be brittle with respect to hyperparameter, with Zhao et al. 2020, training longer only on COLA or Joshi et al. 2020, training less only on COLA. Nevertheless, for BERT, a set of global hyperparameters exists, pointing at a deficiency in the crammed model. As a second hypothesis, it is conceivable that these models need to process more text before they memorize enough data to do well on COLA. This would be in contrast to Lu et al. 2021d, who find that COLA is learned relatively quickly compared to other downstream tasks when probing intermediate BERT checkpoints. On the other hand, deficiencies on COLA in particular are also common in approaches that distill BERT into smaller architectures, Sun et al. 2019, Turk et al. 2019, Mukherjee et al. 2021, which might come with limited capacity for linguistic acceptability. 5.1 Ablation which changes really mattered. In Table 5 we provide a summary ablation study of all changes discussed in this work. We group modifications, as in previous sections into the three groups of architecture, training and data and ablate each group by resetting all modifications to the original BERT recipe. Here, we find that we first have to make minimal modifications in any case, as modifications to architecture, such as pre-norm layer structures also in turn allow the more aggressive learning rate schedules described in the training setup. Taking this into account, 
we ultimately find about 2 percentage points gained in average glue score through architectural changes, 1 percentage point in data changes, and half a percentage point in training modifications. Table 4. Comparison in glue dev performance of baseline BERT to crammed model. AVG. Score is all scores excluding COLA. Glue is the full average over the same tasks as in Devlin et al. 2019. AVG. Score. 84.082.182.482.9. Glue. 80.978.378.178.6. COLA. 56.547.243.744.5. BERT Base. Crammed. 2080T. Crammed. A4000. Crammed. A6000. 105.2. What happens when training longer? We also verify what happens if the cramming recipe discussed so far is used with more budget. To this end, we train models for 48 hours on 8A6000 GPUs, which ends up to be 208 total exaflop. C. F. Table 1. We directly apply the setting described so far, simply scaling the learning rate schedules to cover the new budget of 48 hours. In Table 6, we find that the discussed recipe does immediately generalize to larger compute budgets. This is surprising, not the least, as now, the dataset, which was sorted in Section 4. 4 is now too small and repeated multiple times. The newly trained models have strong performances, especially on MNLI and SST2, where they significantly outperform the original BERT checkpoint and fall into a similar range as the Roberta base checkpoint of Lu et al. 2019, which was trained with much more compute. Yet, in other tasks, such as, again, COLA, the new models barely improve even in the larger compute regime. 6. Limitations. In this work, we limited our investigation to transformer-based architectures trained with MLM objectives. However, we do think that the general task of cramming posed in Section 2 is interesting even when relaxing these constraints. There have been a number of modifications proposed to the objective in particular, Joshi et al. 2020. Bao et al. 2020. Bajaj et al. 2022. Tay et al. 2022b. While Artetex et al. 2022. And Wang et al. 2022. Find MLM still to hold up well as a pre-training objective. Other suggestions such as Electra, Clark et al. 2019. 2020. He et al. 2021. Could be employed which might be beneficial for crammed models. Also, the optimal architecture might not be transformer-based. Meriti. 2019. Fusco et al. 2022. Pung. 2021. 117. Conclusions We discuss how much performance a transformer-based language model can achieve when crammed into a setting with very limited compute, finding that several strands of modification lead to decent downstream performance on glue. Overall though, cramming language models appears hard, as we empirically find many implications of Kaplan et al. 2020. To still hold in this regime, and for examples improvements through larger models or evened out by their slower speed. We hope that this work can provide a baseline for explorations of the question of cramming we formalize in Section 2 and cast an additional light on a number of improvements and tricks proposed for transformer architectures in recent years. Reproducibility statement We provide code to reproduce all experiments at https colon slash slash github.com slash jonaskyping slash cramming. 12. Thanks for listening to this reading. For the entire paper and more, check out our homepage, papersread.ai.